what's your hope for the purpose of this thing? I have no hope for anything. I sorry, I spaced out there for a second. No, you didn't. No, I'm. I can't concentrate. I'm trying to write a note and listen at the same time, and it doesn't work as well as you think. Dude, what are you not understanding? This is what I meant. He's like, well, maybe you're hearing from God. This will not be my personal therapy session. <laughs> Whatever you say, Buttercup. I feel violated. Make the mistake. You made it worse. You made it worse. <laughs> the, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily yeah. reflect the views and opinions. These people of this don't podcast. actually agree with each other. On anything, so. Can I be so, controversial on one on. thing? Did you want me to play devil's advocate? Back up <laughs> off my crayons, bro. Since you screwed it up. Since I screwed it up. Now I we got to do a hard start. I know. The now world's going to end. Start. The world. This is our hard start right here. Ten, <laughs> no soft start. Ten no episodes. Gentle conversation. And now we fail. Are we really ten episodes? We this are in the 10. double freaking digits now. Holy cow. How many listeners? How many listeners? It doesn't listeners? matter. I'm curious. Enough. More than one. I'm just curious. Less than a hundred. Is a guy is a guy not allowed to be curious? <laughs> no. So, from what I can tell, we've got about 29 faithful listeners, like really? that have been following us through, mm-hmm. and perhaps up to 60 that are just very slowly catching up. It's hard to tell until they gotcha. start to catch up. Right. Right. But it it seems like we've got a. You know, a small church worth of people listening to us. So, how you doing this evening, Pastor Aaron, Pastor Jared? Oh yeah, whoa! <laughs> Call me that whoa. again. I'll walk out of here. Just, <laughs> just because you made a stupid decision doesn't mean the rest of us have to. You keep that. Shit I'm so whoa. Yourself. Did I? I'm. I am terribly sorry. Did I say that out loud, Joe? Yeah, yeah, you did. That's okay. You just keep that bad juju shit to yourself. <laughs> I don't want none of it. You know, I had uh, in my our marriage counseling, I had someone tell me if I wasn't in full-time ministry, I would be miserable for the rest of my life. That was in your marriage counseling? Yeah. I remember you being told that. I didn't know that was during your marriage counseling. Yep. So, so that explains ask- why you're so freaking miserable all the time. <laughs> so is that, uh, is that person who did that marriage counseling still married? Yeah. Wow. Is he around still? Uh, I don't think he's 100% there. He's I had a couple say, I know strokes. his health isn't doing so well. Uh, but, but he's a good you. dude. I like him. I didn't Got hate you. him after that. I didn't know if maybe... I have proved him wrong. He was. So, I was going to say, I didn't know if maybe he was so wrong on that. I don't maybe think, was he wrong uh, about everything. I don't think prophecy is one of his spiritual gifts. <laughs> I, I mean, well, he kind of... He kind of is right. No. You're, you're not in full-time ministry. And you're and kind of a miserable... You're kind of miserable. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. You just come across that way sometimes. <laughs> you want everybody to believe you're miserable. It's easier for oh, It is easier that way. Oh. Yeah, so that was our almost soft start. Welcome to the Undignified <laughs> Christianity Podcast, where we wish we were smarter than we is. Wish, wish we, we were was smarter, smarter than we is. It is not that difficult. Where we don't always have our inputs selected correctly. <laughs> oh, my, yeah, we, we just finished recording 10 minutes before we had to go back and start over with this again. So, so now hiring a... This is, pro- now hiring a producer. This is the closest we've ever been to rehearse on one of our podcasts. I need to readjust the inflow valve. <laughs> 30 cents and uh, rum and coke um, per episode to, to produce our show. Jack. That is... <laughs> oh, is it Jack and Coke? Yeah, Jack. It says it on the... Oh. It, yeah, but it says it on there, say, but that's not say, what that says. Well, that's Evan Williams because Evan Williams is a lot cheaper than Jack Daniel. Okay, so it's not Jack. It's whiskey. Jack is 
to whiskey as Kleenex is to tissue. Oh, like I'm supposed to know this because because you're in the room with me. That that's all. That's, oh, that's all so I you got. are that magnanimous that I can absorb information and knowledge about things that really don't matter. No, it's because you are being you are room. that insightful. So email us at undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com if you feel like it, though nobody feels like it. But I do give you feedback. Or if if, um, you want to impart some other wisdom from the drinking world that I'm not privy to. Yeah, email Aaron about drinking. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Oh, okay. That's probably why I know they're not emailing is because they don't have anything interesting to email. But now you have something interesting to email. So I expect some tidbit of trivia about drinking in the email inbox. Yeah, okay, moving on. That's all right. Very good. I have received some (laughs) feedback outside of the email, though. Um, One person communicated with me this week and let me know that... uh, they really enjoy listening. We should keep it up. So don't know what's wrong with their mental taste. Well, now I have enough stanima to keep going. I have stanima. 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 Who's the drinking other, again? The other person asked me, uh, what is the purpose of your podcast? And I remember we recorded an entire episode on that. that we And it was terrible. Pulling. And I oh, walked gosh, away so incredibly awful. angry it was ridiculous. And I, I kind of tried to give him a over the trees view of what each of us kind of have said or the purpose was. And they were like, well, yeah, I guess you're kind of achieving that. So I, <laughs> I, I guess we're doing what we want to you do. don't have a target, you'll always hit it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We tried an opener earlier that felt like a dud, so I'm not going with that one again. How's your week been, Aaron? Felt like a dud. You just looked like an idiot. No, no, I don't want to rehash it. That's oh. what I'm saying. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was fine. Long story short, I have a face and a tone when I'm typing that says, fight me. Yeah. I tend to be a little aggressive. I hurt you all hurt. over. <laughs> so <clears throat> I've been doing like pretty much sales, period, for a few months now. Mm-hmm. Construction and, um, sales. Construction sales. Roofing sales, actually, now. That's it. It's a form of construction. It is. I'm just saying it's all roofing sales. So redeemed roofing and exteriors, making a plug. Because uh, you brought it up. I didn't bring it up. I'm just rolling with that it. That was terrible. Redeemed roofing and exteriors. You need need your roof taken care of. Okay. <laughs> Email undignifiedchristianity.gmail. <laughs> and this is why he's a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so you um, actually had to pick up a hammer this well, week? Well, I you're did at? a few times. Um... So, well, Tools. Oh, no. Tuesday, either Monday or Tuesday, my nine-year-old decided he wanted to run a mile and a half. Um, what a jerk. And thank the good Lord he got shin splints. Oh, praise <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Lord, thank you for the pain you inflicted upon my child. So that he didn't want to run, but. Yes, because that was God reaching down and going, watch me make this <laughs> yes. child of mine suffer. Yeah, you're <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Good theology there. I like exactly. <laughs> And um, <clears throat> so we did an episode about that. Um, but uh, so then on Thursday, I had to fulfill a commitment that I made to somebody that I would build them a deck when I had the chance. And I didn't have the chance, but I haven't had the chance for six weeks. 
So I started building a deck on Thursday and built a deck on Friday. And then on Friday night, I went to my house and dug holes to build my pole barn because I'm cheap and didn't want to rent a machine with an auger. I dug nine. Well, my boys helped. So I probably dug eight and three quarters. Seven. No, actually, they did pretty well. Malachi is. He's getting pretty. Yeah. So I dug somewhere between six and seven holes. Uh, 14 inches around. Um, well, the first hole was like 20 inches around, and then the second hole was like 18. And by the time I got to the ninth hole, it was like About 12 foot, inches yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> but 42 inches deep because of Michigan's frost. Yeah. How long did it take you to dig those nine holes by hand? Uh, total of probably two hours. What? Well, I put concrete in them, and I, you know... Two hours? I put concrete in them. I was working with the boys. I had to set the string. Only two hours? Yeah. To dig nine holes that are 24 inches wide by 42 No, not 24. The first one was like 20, and the last one was like 12. So they went from I was about to be really angry, because all the holes that I I did for my pole barn took me about two hours with an auger. (laughs) 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 But my back didn't hurt when I was done. Oh, dude, I was was hurt. So I did five last night and four today, and mixed the concrete, etc. After running a mile and a half on Tuesday, which I haven't done in six months, and what else? I did something else stupid. When's the last time I ran? Let's see. I got out of the military in August of 2011. So the last time I ran was probably January of 2011. <laughs> I kind of checked out my last six months. I remember when I was living next to you while we were in town, I was like, hey, you want to start jogging with me? And you're like, no. <laughs> it might have been slightly stronger than that. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, uh, that hurt. That hurt. It still hurts. My wife made fun of me as I walked into the house hobbling. So did your son get shin splints from all the hole digging or from like the beginning <laughs> of a run? <laughs> from from out overdoing it. So two years ago when he was seven, we did a mile and then a mile and a half and then two miles, like like Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of thing. My seven-year-old ran two miles, but then he's nine now and we overdid it by a mile and a half the first time. I think I got to get him better I just make my too. kids run. He's wearing Walmart shoes. So we have a quarter mile long drive. I'm like, just run back and forth a couple times. You'd be all right. <laughs> I don't run. We, whenever the kids get too crazy in the house, I say, well, like our go-to is, all right, go to the end of the driveway and back. And we have the little driveway doorbell at the end of the driveway so we can hear it when they run past. We're like, we better hear that doorbell twice. <laughs> and then Joey, like the fifth or sixth time this happened in the last couple of weeks, he gets it in his mind that he can annoy the crap out of us. So Caleb's always running faster than Joey. So we hear the ding dong. Like Caleb, he hit the end of the driveway. He's turned back around. He's coming back. Then we hear ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, because it's motion sensing. Yeah. And Joey's just standing out there waving his hand back and forth in front of us. You're going to make me run this driveway. Well, I'm going to make you suffer. Oh, Jared's yeah. like, that's why I'm glad he's not my son. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a son for a while who did that. No. And he would, yeah. I, one of my forms of punishment is if you do not do it to my standards, you will do it again. And this goes for all my children. 
So if you don't run in a way that I think is you trying hard enough, you will run again <laughs> until you try hard enough. See, I happen to admire the ingenuity ah, just enough that when he no. got back to the house, I was like, you turd. Don't do that again next time. <laughs> I just said, you turd. Well thought. Not do it again. <laughs> I, wanted to, I want to hear it ring twice. At the proper twice. intervals spaced, and I will be watching through the window. But you won't find that out until you're about to run for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. You ran up to it and waved your hand twice. And Waited a second and then did it. So you got smarter, but then I got smarter. <laughs> Remember, child, I am smarter than you. <laughs> I've been around a lot longer. I know a lot more tricks. Anything you think of, I thought of it first. Uh, there, there's a couple times. Every now and then he gets me. I'm like... I hadn't thought of that one. <laughs> this one, this kid's clever. I got to I actually got to shout him out cuz I'm I was actually super proud of him this week yeah. because like you know he's 9, so he still is pretty emotional about things that are irrational. And there was a stuffed animal that him and his brother share that had just gotten fixed by the grandmother because it had a little tear in it, so she sewed it. We came back home from grandpa and grandma's and Michelle was being goofy with the kid. She grabbed a squirt gun. Because Joey had gotten in the habit of like trying to ambush us with squirt guns in the garage. And so she grabs the squirt gun to ambush him. And so she starts squirting him. And he starts screaming. Or no, actually, I think she started squirting Caleb first. Caleb was holding the, the stuffed animal. And Caleb just starts screaming like it's the end of the world. And I'm like, what is going on? The kids don't normally react this way to a squirt gun. And then Joey looks over there and he sees what's going on. And he goes over there with a different stuffed animal. And he starts smacking his mom with a stuffed animal. And I'm like, oh, no. No. So I, I tell them to sit down with their nose against the garage door. I take the stuffed animal, throw it in the trash. I say, I'll be back out here in a few minutes to talk to you guys. Because I knew I needed to cool down before you beat them. Yeah. <laughs> so I come back out after a couple minutes. And I just hear Joey mumbling to himself, it's just a stuffed animal. It's just a stuffed animal. <laughs> Mom is more important than a stuffed animal. And like, I hadn't even confronted him about yeah. it at all. And so he's like talking himself into it. So I have a chat with him. They don't get the stuffed animal back right away. Tell them they need to do the right thing because it's yeah. right. And they go inside. They apologize to the oh, mom. That's a way better thing than my son got. But then I, then I hear Joey like for the next hour while him and Caleb are exchanging tears because they still think that this thing is thrown away, but trying to maintain their composure. I hear Joey talking to Caleb like, Remember, mom's more important than that stuffed animal. We, we really did the wrong thing. And like, I got so proud of that kid. I just about started crying. I'm like, dude, you're doing the right thing. And you're trying to teach your brother too. Here's your stuffed animal back. <laughs> <laughs> Remember my son my... was mad because I made him kiss a fish today. <laughs> kiss a fish? Yeah, I didn't make him. So I took my two oldest fishing and my son caught a bass, a small bass. And he was sitting... Like, he was staring it in the eye from about six inches away, and I was sitting behind his arm. Oh, yeah. So, so I made him. Yeah, I bumped his arm and went, <laughs> and got all the way to his face. <laughs> so then I got home, and I was like, ask your son about his first kiss and see what he said. <laughs> so he's like, Dad, you didn't have to tell anybody. This. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's going out to the world. It's going on the lines, man. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it was so fun. So... This, this topic that I kind of thought up tonight is based on a couple things that I'll, I'll say what provoked it at the end of the podcast. I want to have some conversation about it before I talk about why it came up. But 
there's something I've always said to either teenagers I'm working with or other adults that seem to be expressing teenage angst almost in their relationships is that uh, if you focus on the relationship you desire rather than the God who desires the relationship with you, then you're bound to absolutely destroy the relationship that you're pursuing. So Say that again? Uh, scenario, Frank is infatuated with Susie. Mm-hmm. Frank's no, Frank knows that Jesus should be number one in his life, but he pushes Jesus to the side in pursuit of Susie. Mm-hmm. He makes Susie his everything, effectively shifting his priorities where they don't belong, and in doing so, not only ruins his relationship with Susie, but he also ruins his relationship with God. Right. So I've tried telling a lot of people in the past, like, hey, I, I understand this relationship seems really important to you. Like having a boyfriend or having a girlfriend seems like it's really important because it's something God created you to be in and is a relationship. But you've got to prioritize God first and trust him that the relationship he has for you is going to follow. And I don't know how many times I've seen people just like virtually destroy their lives in pursuit of a relationship with somebody, even though they know that they should be pursuing their relationship with God. They, they choose to remove God as a priority and pursue intimacy of some form with this other person instead of God. If you do not put first things first, you will never be able to enjoy second things. Damn you. Well, you know who said that? <laughs> that's a wrap. Next time on... Lewis. I said we were going to talk about that at the end, but okay then. <laughs> he wrote that a few times. I yeah, he wrote to a, a lot few. Of his he wrote a few essays, essays about and, it. Yeah, yeah. First things first. First things first. Did, did you read? Did you read the one where he's talking about in the shed and he looks down the beam of light? If you look at a no, that's a different conversation. I I actually didn't get to read a whole lot of the no. essays because I just heard it a couple days ago. Hmm. And haven't had, a, haven't had a whole lot of change. No, we'll, we'll circle back to it more Sorry. later. We'll, we'll reiterate it. But uh, I wanted to talk about idolatry because that's essentially what prioritizing someone or something else I don't know if that over God is. is. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I can see what you're saying. I feel you. So, so obviously I asked you guys like a few hours ago to think about which can I you take, consider idolatry. Can I take an issue yeah, with... Sure. <laughs> okay. We typically don't give each other a heads up because it's like we want it off the cuff, right? Uh-huh. If you're going to give heads up, isn't it a little rude to do it like that day? Well, you see, I didn't want you guys to be too prepared because I sure as heck wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still off the cuff. It just allows you to get the, get the gears turning he's like, oh, crap, kids, we got to go home. I got to prep for podcast. <laughs> I wasn't. It was just like... If like I don't want to get an A-. Minus. I He's need like, A+. Oh, if you could bring an article about, uh, you know... No, I got, that, that was like, just an if. Jared's I, on the computer for four hours. <laughs> His no, wife's I, like, honey, can you... I wasn't. I'm, I'm busy. I'm prepping for the podcast. That's the point. Like, if you give someone, <laughs> like, a week heads up, then you can take, like, ten minutes here, ten minutes here. If you tell me today, I'm not going to prep any. It's not going to happen. That's oh, all right. okay. If you didn't prep, that's cool. It, no. That is completely okay. I actually, I have about a few 30 seconds ago, remembered that I was supposed to prep... And no. wrote down three things. You're good. <laughs> I talked to DJ. I was t- DJ called as I was reading the text. Yeah. And uh, he asked if we were recording tonight. I said, yeah. He said, what you guys talking about? I was like, Joe actually just texted. Me. <laughs> <clears throat> so we talked. I mean, I've already given you a heads up about two weeks from now. Yeah. 
This is lame. Yeah, but we're having a guest. So we, I mean, we no, want yeah, to get our best. Continue we need, on. We need to be, I don't want to have that fighting face with the guest. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of, speaking of, we are having a guest next week. It's going to be good. Should be. Should be interesting. Yeah. Sell it, man. No. Listen to the next one. <laughs> yeah, listen to the next one. Cause this, Sold. This, Sold. <laughs> this one probably won't be long enough to split into two. So, <laughs> so idols. I asked you guys if you could. Sorry for imposing upon you, Jared. Hey, man. If you could think of one, two, or three things in American culture that kind of stood out to you as like particularly idolatrous or... Um, trendy type of idolatry, however you guys chose to interpret that text. I have 26. You have 26. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe this will go a couple hours. <laughs> will I have to take issue with all of them? Or just some of them? I mean, Aaron and I might as well go throw the one out Any- that we're going to throw out together. Uh, <laughs> anything. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's sure gonna throw it out there for us. So, so actually, as DJ and I were talking, um, every all of them but one, I can start with S. What? Yep. All twenty six. Alliteration. No, I actually I have like seven, but still. Well, you can definitely get all of them with an S then, because I asked for like two or three. Oh yeah. Because if you do seven and then I do three and then Jared does none, that's ten and that's too many. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I might do one. We might have some overlap between us. So yeah. now I just I want to touch on them kind can of. Can I? Can I? Put I want to touch on them one at a time as we just kind of dialogue through them and then okay. come back at the end and discuss so, bigger picture. So I, don't go too big picture. Okay, yeah, I won't go too big picture. But what I am gonna say is that not everybody has a problem with the idol with idolatry in with a particular idol. Right? Okay, don't go too big picture yet. I'm just so, yeah. saying. So we're, it's fair to throw out a disclaimer that when we mention some of these things that we are labeling as idols, in and some of them, them in and, in and of, of themselves, are great. Can we in and of themselves, they may not be idols. Oh, the there it is. De- define idol. idol. We well, need to have like a little musical interlude whenever Jared says define. We do. It's time for Define with it's Jared. Time for definitions. With J- definitions with Jared. Definitions yes, with Jared. we're gonna have to. We're gonna Could have to come I up with a little. Include like da, 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 a voiceover that said Jared just actually wants to know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> yes, it's time for definitions <laughs> with Jared. Where Jared wants to know what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. All right, we need to figure that this out. This will happen before I actually post this. So. <laughs> oh, so. Stupid. <laughs> and now it's time for... <laughs> no, no, we, I think they got it. I, no, we're good. We got it. So well, I was giving you a place. No, so the disclaimer you're giving it. us is that as we bring these items up, if they, as the example I gave of the person pursuing another human more passionately than they pursue God, if they take the place of God in your life, they become idolatrous, which idolatrous or an idol is something that takes the place of God in your life. God is supposed to be numero uno, and anything that usurps his position on the throne becomes an idol. Is that a fair definition to work with? You want more, Jared? Jared, I tell I, you what, why don't you define idol? And I'd be more vague. Dun, dun, I'm, dun, 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 dun. I'm good with it. Then get vague. Then get I'm vague. I'm good with it. I, I, th- I would just stop at anything you put 
anything you choose over choosing God. I mean, all right. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with yeah. that definition. We're all, all right. right. Listeners, right. that's your definition. This has been Definitions with Jared. <laughs> I don't like this. All right, so go ahead. <laughs> go ahead we Aaron. don't care. <laughs> all that just for Aaron to bring up his first topic of concern. All right. Um, do I want to go heavy first or do I want to go light? I mean, have you got the one? How about you just go with the first one? You do the one. The one. I'll the pick one three other ones. ones. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jared shaking and, his and head. And here's a suggestion. Because he knows it's going to come up. Here, here's a suggestion. As soon as you texted me, I'm like, I thought we were bashing Jared on the last episode. Why are we going after Jared again on this I, episode? You know, that's really what I thought, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why? Like, weren't we what mean last do? time? It's only, it's only one thing that's dear to your heart. I'm are sure you guys we'll... really that okay, mad that we're going to so... talk about immigration next time? <laughs> Ooh, spoiler. <laughs> so, okay. Are you really not that confident if, with your points of view? <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you're listening and we mention something and you go, hey, that's not an idol, you might want to think about that or for a second. Or you might be good. It's one of those, are we talking about you? No. Well, then, then don't be offended. But, but <laughs> it might be a good indicator that you might want to have a conversation with yourself about it. That That's the thing I tell thing. if you're offended, children. just have the quick dialogue. Wait, am I offended because this it, is kind of a god in my life, or am I offended because I like this and it's not a god in my life? If A, <laughs> right? That's pursue one of the, more questions. Yeah. If B, continue enjoying your life. <laughs> That's one of the like two or three things I tell my children most. Was I taught like I'll say something, they'll both be in the room. I'll obviously be looking and speaking at what one of the children is doing. And the other one will go, I'm not doing that. And I'll say, then I'm not talking to you. I'm my talking kids, to the other one. My kids, it's exactly the opposite. One I will confront, and the other will say, yeah, don't do that. I didn't do that. Uh, you ruined it. You, you had the moral high ground, and then, and then you did My kid is over there yeah. crying because his brother got yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> So what's the first one you got? My kids are normal. They just throw each other under the bus. Um, let's go with sensuality. Sensuality. Even saying the word has a certain ring to it. Should we be able to only say idols that we struggle with? Are you saying that I struggle with the idol of sensuality? No. I'm just saying... We just had that conversation about me saying that. <laughs> no. What are you Continue. saying? Continue. Why, why does it matter? I don't know. Like if Perhaps you to add a dose of humility? Is that what you're saying? Well, so it doesn't sound humility, like we're on so a high horse. like bashing people who struggle with things that we don't. Oh, dude, I'm, my last one... Okay, uh, okay. My uh, last one is fair. going... Fair enough. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. Um, Yoga so, pants. Fight me. Sensuality. <laughs> so like, I mean, this, this encompasses a lot of things. I think, you know, dealing with the senses. Um, you so know. you're going very broadly. When I hear sensuality, I think like strictly sec- like almost a sexual sexuality. That that's sexuality, where I go with yeah. that. That's how I would. So are you that. going more broadly? Like I'm going more broadly, like lust of the eyes. Well, lust of the lust of every. I mean, I mean, like the tongue, the tongue, <laughs> right? Food. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you got me. Pleasure, <laughs> me physical too. pleasures, Damn sour patch kids, sex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's popcorn for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, so physical pleasure, physical physical pleasure, okay. sensuality, sensory, sensory pleasure, 
sensory pleasure. Okay. See, hear, smell, taste, touch. Okay. Okay, so I think that can be an idol. Yeah, for sure. And you think, culturally speaking, it's kind of a trendy idol? Well, see... Like, we, we don't have to address just things that are culturally trendy, but... Um, well, I just I, I think it's it's easy because a lot of them are like necessary, like food. That's this a necessary thing, you know. Um, but man does not live by bread alone, Aaron. Exactly, but there <laughs> there's got to be balance there because you know sex, right? It's God's gift to marriage, and but you can have an idolatry of sex. You can have an idolatry of food. We we ha- we have to eat. Like God made our bodies in such a way that like we have to consume food in order to survive. But taken too far, it becomes an idol just like anything. But so I I definitely see as far as sensory idolatry, I mean, sexuality, I definitely see that as a, a regularly worshipped and culturally popular idol, mm-hmm. if you will, to say that this is more valuable than my relationship with God. I see, in some cases, food. I don't see it as blatantly. Um, I don't... I If it takes the place of God, and, and I think you have to look at it from a standpoint of... You have, you have to back out of it a little bit and say, okay, what... what Almost like what attribute of God am I replacing? Would it be well, actually fair... stre- stress eating? Right, I've definitely done my fair share. Would it of that. be fair to say that instead of like this sensual idolatry, this lack of being, a lack of ability to be uncomfortable, like um, yeah. We, I, so, we but, but then not... the idol would be comfort. No, but all of those are a comfort thing. Like all of those are an ability, like a, is seeking to be comfortable in that situation, right? Overeating, I want to be comfortable. I didn't, it's all a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. We're no good at being we, either comfort or enjoyment. We have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. <clears throat> yeah, but God is comforting, right? Not in all situations. I don't mean at all times we should be suffering. I'm just saying, be able to be. Yeah. Be able to be suffering? Just because you're suffering doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Yeah, a lot of Christians think that, though. Yeah. A lot of Christians think that because you're suffering, it means you're doing something right. Yep. (laughs) And I'm going to stare at Joe. Yep, that's me, Glenn, for punishment (laughs) right here. (laughs) If my senses say that I'm suffering, then... I'm doing something. Am good. I am I comfortable? Oh, I need to do something. <laughs> I gotta do something. To... Life feels pretty good right now. How can I sabotage this and make it feel like I'm following Jesus? Yes, <laughs> yes. I will sacrifice myself on the altar of ministry. Ah, shut uh, Or my family on the altar of ministry. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm trying to get the kids involved. That in happens that, actually. a lot. The kids the sacrificing? Have... No, the kids oh. have said that they want to teach a lesson to the youth group. Good luck. Well, I figured like a five-minute lesson. It'd be you good got to get this. him involved. I don't got nothing. I ain't got nothing, son. So sensuality. Yep. It's, a, it's an idol. It's an idol. Or can be an idol. It can be an idol. So in what context is it not an idol? Sex in the context of marriage. Okay. No, Food. Netflix and chilling. Breakfast, Hulu lunch, and, and dinner. Disney plus something else. <laughs> You've never heard those sayings before? 
None of yeah, you. Have I've heard, heard of Netflix, this. Netflix and chill. I haven't heard Hulu and Hang. I it certainly was a, haven't heard a Disney <laughs> counterpart like Disney and. It was, a, it was on. A, I mean. It was a spoof video. Uh, it was. It is. It was kind of funny. But he was talking about like the it, the guy. This lady was imitating her husband on quarantining. So she's like, "Hey, babe, let's build this. I'm gonna build you the koi pond." And then every ten seconds, she'd be like, "So you wanna?" Netflix and chill, <laughs> Hulu and hang, Disney plus something else. <laughs> oh, Disney, Disney plus something else. <laughs> uh, see my 10 millimeter ratchet? <laughs> Continue. So you said you had something, Jared. Um, no. No. I mean, I have four things right now. Daily routine. If we don't put God into our daily routine, do we sacrifice our relationship with God to fulfill our daily routine? You know, I was actually convicted about this just recently, kind of, kind of, because I had gotten in a daily routine of actually getting up and reading my Bible every day, and then I felt like I needed to start working out as well. Ah, yes. So I was like, "Eh, I can listen to my Bible while I work out, listen to audio Bible. I was like, no, it's different. It's different when I actually open my Bible with a pen and kind of take notes and sip coffee and just like actually spend that quiet time with God versus listening to the auto Bible in the background while I'm running or lifting. And so now I get up an extra 20 minutes early so that I can work out and have that routine because I, I realized that in my own mind, I would have been valuing that. We can schedule God right out of our lives. Yes, we can. There you go. That's it. Next. That's so it. you're Next. saying schedule as idle? Yeah, just this need for consistency. If we don't purposely put God into our consistent schedule, then he'll never make it in. So then the right context for routine would be putting God scheduling in that into it. Scheduling God. Our quiet time is not the first thing to be sacrificed when time schedule gets tight. Gets tight. Yeah. So I've got sports. <laughs> Then there it is. Now, obviously, as a previous disclaimer, just so Jared doesn't feel both of these idiots have two left feet and couldn't play a sport if their life depended. Now, I am killer at badminton. Like, you want a badminton, bruh? We can badminton. Mm -hmm. If I had stuck it out with wrestling another two years, I could have been on. So, if you had demonstrated, (laughs) if you had demonstrated like a drive, yeah, and like a want to do something. And the ability to maintain something good for you and learn all those life lessons, you might have gotten something out of it, but now it's an idol for everybody else. No, you see, my friends worship the idol of sports, and then right. I worship the idol of money. Ah. Because I just went and got a job and decided that <laughs> making money was the most important thing so that I could buy stuff for my friends who were playing sports. I went and, pl- <laughs> I went and played music and joined the Quiz Bowl team. Quiz <laughs> Bowl! <laughs> so... There's, there's an article that the Washington Times or Washington Post put out about sports and specifically about sports withdrawal. Like because of COVID, oh, that's sports shut down yeah. and everything. And so they interviewed a, a number of people um, discussing how they felt without sports to watch and without games to go to. And the way they described their feelings were comparable to the way addicts described their feelings when quitting substances. So it was an interesting parallel to me. 
that I really now, Jared. I don't think you worship sports. No, I, I want to throw it out and clarify to everybody. No. Jared but, does not worship but sports, but he does you enjoy throw, them. You throw a rock into a pack of dogs. <laughs> And the one that barks. And the ones that play sports can throw the rock back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, now, because I, w- I want to push on that a little bit. I, I think ahead. you're right. And there are definitely people who have, yes, got it. Idolat, yeah, got it. But there were also people who had that same reaction with church, right? They yeah. missed the experience of going to church and their big fancy show, and head oh, withdrawals from. We know Careful. We, we know what oh, idols Jared's going to talk about because, in a minute here. Because some people in this room need that interaction where I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what so, is the b- need? Before we stumble onto that, sports. I almost so, got off it. No, I no, almost no. weaseled. I, know, no, I saw you sneaking out of there. It was smooth. It, it was like a quarter... smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a sports person dodging a sporty thing <laughs> with the sporty stuff. Uh, carrying a sports so, ball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you have to watch sports, and if you duck out of church just to watch sports every Sunday, mm. you have a problem. Yep. You have a big problem. Unless you're Jared. Then it's not a problem. So... But if the Lions make it in the playoffs and it's during church, I'm probably going to miss that week, in that's all a, fairness. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to happen, so <laughs> you're, it's you're, fine. You're safe it's saying fine. it. <laughs> Stafford left. We're screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, when Barry left, we were screwed. We haven't recovered since. Well, we didn't make it well, even with him. <laughs> we had Stafford and we had Calvin Johnson and we oh, had yeah. like the most dynamic pairing. quarterback beautiful. wide receiver pair for how many years? <clears throat> Three? Yeah. No, it was longer than that. Was it? Way okay. longer. Yeah, just stick to nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> they're just waiting. They're just waiting for people to start. They're waiting out for points. the Fords to sell them so someone who has any idea what they're doing can be in charge. So what's the difference look like then between I mean, we, we See, asked now it's going to make it all about sports. We asked See, that about the other thing. It, yeah, so I know. I'm not going deep, deep into sports <laughs> with you. What's the difference? How do you tell the difference between sports as an idol and sports as not an idol? And we're, we're just, I know it's just touch and go, barely skimming on all of these things. I think that's it. Up. If you skip your time with God just to watch sports every time, then. Well, but how many what times? If, what if you know statistics better than you know Bible verses? Eh, Ooh. I wouldn't say what, that. Questionable? I mean, yeah. I. That I, I would say, I would say no. that if I had a friend who was saying to me, "Hey man, I'm wrestling with this, wondering if I got a problem," and he said, "I know more stats than I know Bible verses," no, I might say, but thing. but he's coming to you in that in that scenario saying, "I wonder if I have a problem." That means he's probably already in his heart knows he has a problem. Exactly. So eh. I I, have, I think it's again, it's a good indicator. I think it's time to start asking yourself some serious questions if you are more well versed in sports statistics, which really don't matter. Yes, they do. They why why does it matter? <laughs> why does it matter? I, okay, all right, in all humility, in all kindness, in all grace. Listen. Why I don't understand why it matters. Why st- like why are we even having the conversation of which is more important, a Bible verse or a sports stat? Like why are we even having this conversation? I'm saying they're not in competition is what I'm saying. Yeah, not at all. But if they are in competition, we have a problem. Which is the same with every other idol, so it's a Okay, yeah, exactly. All right. All right. So, 
We're good. All right. What else you got, Aaron? Um, you kind of touched on the relationship piece. Significant other. Significant other. Because it's an S. I was emphasizing the fact that I got extra credit. I can by use a thesaurus. Alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> I can use a thethereth. Yeah. So, I mean, for the... And the interesting part is... That's why I said significant other is because it can be an idol for those who have one and those who don't have one. Yeah. I have a sneeze coming on. We don't have a sneeze button. Turn your head that away. <laughs> or do that thing where you stick your finger wide up your nose. and like I think that's how it's supposed See, to work. See, what, what, the best thing is when somebody has a sneeze coming on, tell them they don't have to sneeze. Oh, it's so frustrating when somebody tells you you don't have to sneeze when you actually have to sneeze. I never experienced this. Aaron, you need you to try have, it. You don't have to sneeze. You need to try it. <clears throat> it's well, frustrating because you're like almost I, there and you're like, you don't have to sneeze. And like, anyway. Uh, I so, had a friend who was worried that his head was going to blow up because he didn't think he had sneezed in several years. He was like, I read that if you hold back sneezes, it can create an aneurysm and you can have a stroke. And I don't remember the last time I sneezed. I think it's been years. And I was like, dude, it's okay. You'd be aight. <laughs> You'd be aight, man. You're going to make it. Um, so relationships. Well, yeah, because the people who have, okay, so people who are married. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, no, nah, I can't say that. I think there is equal potential for a significant other to be idolized in the case where you have a significant other and in the case where you don't have a significant other. Yeah. When you don't have a significant other, that can be an idol. Mm-hmm. To getting, getting one can be an idol. Then once you have one... That, that significant other can be an idol. Yeah. Um, guilty as charged. Yeah, I've watched, <clears throat> there's one person in specific I've watched just flush their life away and any healthy potential relationship with their own children that they had because they've been with multiple partners, had multiple children from multiple partners, always pursuing a new partner, always pursuing that feeling of being loved, and their kids now are old enough to thoroughly resent them for that because they see this pattern of their parent entirely neglecting them in pursuit of somebody else and you know it's established bad habits for those kids to look at as well but there's another person i i have joe i think i i really thought we weren't going to talk about jared on this one (laughs) (laughs) what i um He wasn't even Jared's paying about to walk attention. Out of the room now. He wasn't even paying attention. Dude, Jared, I bought you a mug. I have these crayons. I bought you a mug and I forgot to bring it here. I'll bring it next time. I'm I not going to tell you what it is. Right here. I totally and tried to dog him and he wasn't even paying attention. When I really have checked out, I start drawing triangles as it is previously an un ceremoniously been rubbed in my face. So I'm over here drawing triangles. Continue. <laughs> There's another person. I I would say it's the first person I've ever pretty much excommunicated out of my life because they have continually, perpetually asked me for advice, ignored the advice, and then asked for help after doing awful things in their life to the point that they they idolized relationships so deeply that they decided that 
um, having an open relationship with their spouse and other partners was good, and they ended up getting accused of rape and sent to jail because of stupid choices that they were making. And it's because, like, this person even confessed that they believed in Jesus at one point in time in their life. And so they they could. I, I, I really struggled to believe that it was Careful. ever genuine. I know. Believing. I know. Careful. Hey, they still could. They still probably do believe in Easy. Jesus, but even the demons believe. Well, anyway, moving Easy. on. They, they have since said that they don't. Oh, okay. okay. But <laughs> so obviously I can't judge their heart, but you can judge to, their words. <laughs> to, to your point, idolatry of relationships can be a. Uh, I mean, I, you know, a couple of other things we've talked about, like idolatry of sports, that, that seems almost superficial. I haven't met a whole lot of people who have ruined their life over their love of sports. Like, it seems like priorities might be a little out of whack sometimes. Mm, but I have personally. Define, define ruin your life. Yeah, see, here you go. <clears throat> see, you're taking your view and saying you are ruining your life because you like this to a certain point. No, I said define I, really what I literally just said. Like the words that came out of my mouth, life, or the words that came out of my mouth were define but ruining the your life. The message would be no, you that you may is not, not worth it. You may not imply based on what I say. Okay. I said define. It seems to me when you say, well, define ruining your life. It seems that you are saying. If you like sports, that is a complete waste of your time and you're ruining your life. Did I? I did not. Okay. Again, throw a rock into a pack of dogs. Okay. No. I and said. I throw it back. There is going to be said, a fight def- on that end of the table define, tonight. Define. I said define <laughs> ruin your life. Can you define ruin your life? So another idol. Requirements <laughs> of definitions. <laughs> yes. No, I'm sure we're all on the same page. I it's think, definitely an idol. I think where I was going with that <laughs> before we accidentally diverted to sports. Sorry, Jared. That was your fault. <laughs> yeah, that was my fault, but you decided to go deeper than that. Well, hey, Jared. pick another one. Pick another one. Pick a pick. different one than sports to say ruining your life. Food. The worship of food. Okay. So there are people Define ruin ruin your life. life. I've seen people ruin their health over food, but I haven't seen a whole lot of people just completely ruin their life over food. And when I say ruin their life, I mean like Turn your back on God, let your family fall to pieces, and deny any other sense of uh, realistic way of looking at the world. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I've seen... Then no, I haven't seen somebody do that with with food or sports or... Yeah. But sex definitely seems... Or relationships. Oh, not yes. necessarily just sex, but the pursuit of sex. Mm-hmm. I have seen ruin many lives. Mm-hmm. So, it it seems to be like maybe we're escalating towards things that we consider more serious. I don't know if that's the way we're progressing, but I definitely see that in the in the context of relationships, being a a life ruiner idol. Um, in what context is it good? I want to come back to that every relationships? time. Relationships. So yeah. Well, you you specifically said uh, significant others. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously we want to prepare ourselves for the person that God is preparing us and preparing for us. Um, The person? Are you expecting more than one? No. (laughs) Uh, It just... The, as in the... No, Oh, like there's only one? No, 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 no. There can only be one, Highland. (laughs) (laughs) No, the, the person... 
I mean, because it is going to be somebody. Right. For those who are going to have a somebody. I was just trying to poke at like the predestination you, versus free will oh. stuff. Like I'm not. God as, ordained you. I'm for not me, as beautiful. I'm woman. not as I close. To, I'm not as logic. close there oh, dude, as you thought I am. I saw. A, I saw a great. No, I just meant like in. I meant in the context mm. of relationships. So no, fin- but, finish this bad pickup line. Did it hurt when you fell? Oh. Finish. Finish it. Fell from heaven because you. You're an angel. Yeah, I saw somebody post something this week. It was like. Uh, the guy approaches the girl. He's like, "So, did it hurt when you fell from heaven?" And she says, "Are you calling me a demon?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the you know that preparing yourself for the for that person, the uh, person you choose, for the person you choose, or the person who chooses you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. But um, the uh, um. You know, it's important to prepare for that person. It's important to take a shower so that you don't stink when you meet that person. It is important to have a job so you can um, contribute to the family that you have with that person. It's important to... Not be living in your parents' basement so that you can not be living in your parents' basement. Exactly. So um, it's, you know, those kinds of things in terms of preparing for that relationship if you are not in that relationship. And then in that relationship... I mean, there's all kind of stuff, husband and wife, that husbands are supposed to do for wives and wives are supposed to do for husbands, um, explicitly outlined in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of got to do those things. So you've reached the end of the content for the first part of episode 10. We are in the double digits now. Woohoo! Double digits. Thanks for joining us at Undignified Christianity Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us at undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook. We're starting to post a little bit more there, though it's still not a whole lot. Um, send us your comments, send us your thoughts. Look forward to next week when we continue this conversation on what is idolatry and how to make first things first. I don't th- I don't think we talk about how to make first thing, do we? Maybe we do that in the second part. Oh. We <laughs> didn't. I blew it up at the beginning. Then you was like, done. And so there's no practical application. So we're just going to dump this on the table. See you next time, guys. And see you next time. Peace. <laughs>